0: Pickaxe! Welcome to the last free behind-the-scenes episode of Anniversary Month! Join us in this deep dive of episode 55 alongside our wonderful Maisie Lynn as we sit down for our after show and discuss our thoughts, theories and so much more on the episode. We do these deep dive hangouts for every single Cast Party episode, so if you like what you hear and want more exclusive goodies, join the cast and crew over at patreon.com slash castparty. You don't want to miss out on all the behind the scenes info that you won't get anywhere else. Also, if you're looking to snag some Cast Party merch, time is running out. You only have until November 30th to pick up your new favorite merch that'll make even Xander jealous. New shirts, hoodies, mugs, and returning favorites along with a wonderful assortment of stickers to spice up your life cast-party.myshopify.com, before they're locked back in the vault until next year! Again, if you enjoy this upcoming sneak peek of our exclusive bonus content, be sure to join us over on Patreon for hours upon hours of more goodies, patreon.com slash castparty. For the price of a single cup of coffee, you can get access to backlogs of hilarious bonus one-shots and behind-the-scenes info, and it is the best way to support the show so we can continue bringing you the highest Quality, most entertaining d d content that we possibly can, and there is so much more on the horizon. You have no idea. Patreon.com/CastParty. We'll see you there, and be sure to join the Discord. We love chatting with you all over there. We can't thank you enough for two years of Cast Party, and here's to many more. So now, enjoy this sneak peek behind the
1: scenes. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Behind the Scenes, episode 55. Did you know that Einstein's brain was missing when he died in 1955 and was lost for 23 years?
2: That's probably why he died.
1: Well, (laughs) no. (laughs) The doctor who worked on his autopsy stole it and kept it hidden in a cigar box.
2: Honestly? Jesus, Go for it, man. Honestly, that's pretty sick.
3: Uh, I don't like that. Someone can
4: take my brain. I'm going to give my consent right now Whoever does my autopsy is allowed to take my brain for personal use if you need it.
1: Does somebody have it now? There, So it got, I'm pretty sure it got uh, sliced into a bunch of different things and it got sent to a bunch of different museums. Dang. That's interesting.
4: Okay. Wait, so it's juice? No, it's like cubed, like it's like cubed up. Chunks. It's like slices of ham. Oh
5: my god. Just cremate me at that point, dude.
4: Spam. It's more like spam than anything like when you chop oh, it up ha? to fry it.
5: Destroy no, the not. evidence.
2: Burn <laughs> yeah. me before you make me spam. Jeez. He died after a blood vessel burst near his heart, by the way.
3: Ooh, uh, wow. So he
1: had a dissecting- If you were
2: curious. It wasn't because his brain suddenly went missing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We started the episode. You met Bray. Uh, you saved Celeste from the necromantic energy spewing from the Skin Book. Uh, you headed to the manor, found your way into the ballroom where Sebastian was charmed by Valentine Malathorn. And when trying to stop these bad things from happening to Valentine, um, he cast Dimension Door, leaving the rest of you still in the ballroom. That was a super quick recap, so we could just get right into it. So, Brian, you want to do the uh, listener questions for Maisie real quick? We're not sure how long we have
2: her. It's time for questions.
0: We got Maisie for a couple minutes, so we're just going to jump right into the listener questions.
5: You have summoned me. Uh, I've popped out of the pentagram and I'm like, what's up? Hi. All
0: right. These are these are our rapid fire guest questions for the first episode. Oh, rapid every, every... fire. Yes. they're They're quick little fun ones. All right. Let me know when you're ready. These are from War Torn Night. We do these for every guest the first episode and then next time we'll have a little more specific questions.
5: I'm so honored, okay. All right, you ready? I hope so.
0: Favorite color? Green. Do you have pets? We already went over this, but tell the people.
5: I have two beautiful <laughs> children. Uh, one of them is Toulouse Von Zerovich. and then the other is Moony Mossman uh, They <laughs> oh, both have Zarevich. my entire heart. Yeah, well, because the <laughs> straw in Dark Dominion is different, and I named him after that that sweet boy straw. Oh, who wow. <laughs> was nicknamed Nerd Von Zerovich because he's this sweet bean. So oh, if you want to see God. wholesome straw, yeah.
4: Those are cats, right?
5: Yep, two boys. Two sweet little boys, Toulouse Von Zerovich and Mooney Mothman. All
0: right, favorite band, artist, or music genre? Take your pick.
5: Uh, I... Ugh. I just I just like music, dude. I can't I can't pick a favorite. That's like, do you like not starving to death or do you like not drowning? It's like <laughs> I would prefer that neither happens to me. Uh, <laughs> a good band. A good band a uh, Frank Sinatra, honestly. There we go. That's right, a, that's a, that's go. a safe one. I, I okay. love okay. Frank.
0: Alright, we we again we kind of talked about this earlier, but we didn't get specific. Favorite food?
5: Oh, uh, oh okay shit. Yeah. Uh, so there's this one uh, vegan restaurant in Wisconsin. It's in uh, Stevens Point. It's my favorite one. It's called Wicked Willow and they have the best vegan barbecue chicken mac and cheese. It's all Hell vegan, yeah. but it tastes just Ooh. like the real Ooh, that thing. Does sound good favorite food on this entire planet.
3: What do they use as the substitute for the chicken?
5: I believe that the chicken is a form of tofu or potentially oh. a, a seitan, something like that. Um, and then they've got, like, I believe that the the cheese is a nut, ba- like chestnut, I don't know what oh, okay. nut it is, something. It's a nut, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> the whole place, they've got nachos, cheeseburgers, hot dogs, chili dogs. It's all Beautiful. vegan. It's my favorite restaurant.
0: All right, this one is kind of relevant given, actually, that I think the weekend after this, what is your favorite Pokemon?
5: Can you change it to what's my favorite cryptid? Here's the thing. I never, I never did Pokemon it. as a child. <laughs> I swear to God, I never did. And I was like, oh no, everyone, I'm going to lose all of the queer burnout kids.
0: That's totally fine. <laughs> give us give us your favorite cryptid then. Let's Let's
4: hear it. I'm equally as excited for this answer.
5: Loch Ness monster, honestly, just any sea monster is good. That or Mothman.
4: Love it. All right, what would your lightsaber color
0: be?
5: Um, my lightsaber color, I think it would, I think it would be rainbow.
0: Hell yeah! Okay. I
5: would really, I would like, I would be like, it's the gay agenda, bitch, and I would like really make (laughs) you question any any homophobia you got going on before I smite thee, Uh, and I would call it the agenda, TM. That would be my, that would be my (laughs) saber.
0: Uh, Do you have a celebrity crush at the moment?
5: I mean, Henry Cavill is always there.
0: Uh, Uh, Yeah, there we go. Henry
5: Cavill, I think, yeah, yeah.
0: And this one, I don't know. I we question why it's on the list every single time, but it's what we end with. Uh, do you have any allergies? <laughs>
4: <laughs> we still don't know why he put it I on
0: there, but you know, know. <laughs> <laughs> it's how we end things off. Just
2: a thoughtful consideration.
0: <laughs> it's
5: really funny. I'm allergic to grass, actually. Are you really? I am. I am allergic to grass, a type of tree. I think it's like oak tree and dust mites and a lot more. I learned. Fairly recently, that my allergies have always been significantly worse than I thought. To where I have, I could have been put on prescription allergy meds. My parents took me to an allergy specialist and they did that test where they poke you on the back to see if you yeah. blow up. And apparently, my entire back blew up like a balloon. So Whoa. I'm basically allergic to wow. outside and <laughs> dust. But grass is on the list. I am allergic to grass.
4: I think, uh, I think Wartorn Knight is just building a list of everyone's weaknesses. Like he just wants <laughs> to be able to take down anyone he needs to. Just,
5: yeah, just throw yeah. some fucking crabgrass <laughs> at me, dude, and I'm done. That's how you. That's how you take down the whiskussy, dude. It's just grass yeah. yeah. or a tree.
0: Speaking of the whiskussy, for the listeners, now that this is behind the scenes, could you give us the inspiration behind Bray?
5: Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Okay, so uh, I absolutely adore cryptids, um, and a lot of people have been wanting a midwestern D and D character for for a hot minute. And I was like, hey, I got an opportunity to play. Let's 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 make this character, you know. Um, so I I was thinking, okay, midwestern, and I wanted to incorporate as much of the Midwest as possible, just to really really go hard go hard at it. And I decided, okay, what if I made a werewolf based on the Wisconsin Wolfman known as the beast of Bray Road. And that's why her name is Bray. Yeah, it was basically like trying to make a Midwestern character, but that also wasn't just a joke character. Like I wanted mm-hmm. to put all of the thought into it, but so yeah, so it's based on a, a cryptid and it's like, it's got the accent, but it was also me trying to use that as a starting point and then make a character around it,
1: but yeah. I hope you like her. Oh yeah! I don't think it came up enough in the first episode, so some of the listeners might not even know. Do you want to talk about your class?
5: So she is a path. I believe Path of the Beast. It's called Barbarian. Um, That that the yeah that the. The DM and I have made sure to, like, make it work so that it, like, all the mechanics fit, like, the narrative idea. But she is, yeah. So she's able to basically, and one of the things it was, like, in your backstory, maybe your parents were, like, werewolves. And I was like, haha, we're past that, bitch. I'm one of them. Um, But, yeah. So she's actually the first barbarian I've ever played, believe it or not. I usually offer spellcasters.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, uh... We we have we've done some some goodies as always I give to the guests because I have given the cast too many fucking magic items. So I have to bring the guests up to par, or at least better. So uh she's got so a few kind magic of items, you. which which I don't know what it is, but one of the things we did is like the complete control over the werewolf, which is essentially um rage mechanics. Um and that she has I don't want to spoil it too much, but more rage stuff than normal. Cool. Erky. She's
5: here to kick some ass, uh, eat some dual nuts, uh, and, and be held back from burning buildings down. Cause Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's literally just meant to be like, she just kind of chills in the forest until shit gets fucked up, which is why she's like, yeah, I'll burn down a house, dude.
4: Xander's like, he's like on board with that sort of, that kind of approach. He's yeah. like, it, it didn't come out a lot in this one, but we have our little archetypes that go through this and after the arc that we just had xander's got this kind of like weight of like i need to be more open about things but he's still kind of a chaos gremlin when it comes to a lot of shit so here we are yeah um also before we get too far away from the beast of bray road this list that i'm looking at that has it listed said that it was described as the terrifying creature had arms like a man who had worked out a little bit
2: yeah, she
5: more than a little bit. <laughs> that's the most Wisconsin cryptid description. It's like, a little he bit. Was built, but like not too built, but like kind of would smash, kind of not.
4: That's that's incredible. That is my favorite description of a cryptid.
5: <laughs> All I can picture is like a 40-year-old Midwestern man in his pickup truck talking to the cops and being, Oh, yeah, you know, he had, like, some arms, uh, you know, it looked like he had the arms of a man who worked out, like, a little bit, but not, like, not like Dwayne Johnson, dear. No, like, that's all. Yeah. <laughs>
4: because if you watch, like, the yeah.
5: documentaries on the Beast mm-hmm. of Bray Road, it's like they're interviewing sheriffs and they're like, Oh, yeah, down by, uh, the old Bray Road over there, you know? <laughs> so if you want a good laugh with cryptids, uh, just look up, like, Monster Quests, Beast of Bray Road and it's all that.
0: What is the actual beast of Bray Road? Like, what does it do? Or what is it known for?
5: It literally just kills everybody's vibes, man. Oh. He doesn't really do it. He just kind of exists. <laughs> okay. He just roams around and scares the living daylights out of people. But it's literally just like a dog, man. It's kind of Hell like yeah. Bigfoot. He doesn't. He's not like Mothman where he's like, you're going to die in two days. He's like, oh, shoot, dude. Look, it's a fucking deer. <laughs> and just... Or, like, walks in front of cars. Like, he li- he just hangs out. And that's what I think is so fucking funny.
0: <laughs> I
4: love it. It seems like a lot of the Midwest states have, like, kind of, like, no offense, but kind of lame cryptids. Because, <laughs> like, so Xander's from Michigan, and Michigan's state cryptid, quote-unquote, is the Michigan dog man. And it's just a, a man that kind of looks like a dog. Yeah. Like, it's just... What, what, what are they doing over there? Minnesota at least has the Wendigo, so that's nice.
5: Dude, I don't know what's in the water out here, but also I'm pretty sure that like some of the large number of serial killers come out of Wisconsin too, dude. Like, it's fucked. That wouldn't surprise me. Roast me all you want.
4: You guys have cheese, though, so...
5: I'm vegan, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> I forgot.
4: <about> my bad. <laughs> what else does Wisconsin have? I don't know what's going on out there. I don't know Wisconsin well.
3: I don't know much about it.
5: Uh, Wolfman... We got Gary Gygax was from here, but a lot of it is literally, it's just like nobody talks about Wisconsin because we don't do anything.
4: Oh, mm. that 70s show. There you go. Oh, yeah. That, oh, that is a good one. Yeah.
5: We are the most boring state. It's okay. Like, everybody makes jokes. It's like The Incredibles 2 where she's having the world's most boring conversation. And then, of course, she's like, so where are you from? And he goes, Wisconsin. And And I'm like, there it is. If you want to make a character boring, make him from Wisconsin, dude. I will probably hop off. Thank you so much again for having me. My Dora Dash has arrived. Um, but no, thank you so much for having me. It was so fun playing with all of you. You are all utterly blast. delightful. And also Colin, Colin, hella fucking cliffhanger, dude. Mad respect, <laughs> Jesus. mad respect. It was yeah. very good.
4: <laughs> Real quick before you leave, you learned something that the rest of the crew doesn't know.
2: Yeah, I don't yeah. know what the but, fuck you smelled or saw. Oh or
0: yeah, what are we, when are we getting to that?
4: So um,
2: I'll never tell. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Maisie. You, you, so. you as well. Next
2: time.
0: Bye why you smell weird xander yeah what's your smell what did you do
4: i don't know man i just i i i never i never could know what i smell like was it like the smell of death or something
0: why do you smell familiar to someone who turns into a
4: werewolf it's something that nigel has known for like 30 episodes but xander still doesn't know (sighs) but it's not something that's like purposely been kept from you it's just not come up and xander doesn't know so he can't tell you so you son of a bitch
2: i'm gonna turn into a wolf (laughs) just to smell him and see what the fuck is up
0: yeah i'm just i'm super curious because i feel like that was something that like it was just snuck in there but there's like so much
4: ah, i'm angry because it's xander (laughs) what does that mean There's a good chance that none of this has to do with anything else that's happened with my fucked up shit. It's completely separate fucked up shit.
0: Yeah, but now I'm worried that because it was in this episode and it was so early on before all of the hectic
1: stuff happened, we're never going to get to that talk.
2: Yeah.
4: I think that's happened a few times so far.
1: So we met Bray, um, you met Theodore, you kind of figured out that all of the people are just awkwardly dancing in the mansion. Um, Then you headed to the library and you helped uh, save Celeste. Um, So she was using uh, the skin book that was found in the basement of the manor um, from Flinric, Flinric. I almost said um, Fitzroy, and that's not (laughs) it because I was just recently playing Bioshock Infinite. Uh, So I had Daisy Fitzroy on the mind. Um, So Flynn Rick and his uh, son, they used to work there. And so Quinry is in the mansion right now. um, And But his father was the one who kind of saved him from the mansion. But this was before the fucked up shit was happening. This was just like, oh, we're serving the Malathorns who run the mansion. Um, And so... um, that's where the book came from and uh celeste was getting worried that the people were being taken away from the ballroom according to quinry and that um so she was just like i need to find the man for my dreams which was sebastian um so that was kind of a fun revelation where you guys didn't really know what her involvement with the dreams was and that she wasn't in sebastian's dreams but she was you know like her her consciousness was not in sebastian's dreams they were having different dreams about each other
0: but they were so different that i'm curious how that's going to affect things in general because like she said i was saving her in her dreams but she was the one saving me and it was different instruments but it was the same song
4: what if it's uh valentine manipulating Both of your dreams, just to get you both there, because he needs you for specific things, like your special blood type C, Uh C, and so is she. And (laughs) that he needs your musical blood because it's a C Uh C sharp. That's your that's your Uh blood type. That's my blood type. (laughs) Why would you want your blood type is C sharp? (laughs) I got the sharpest blood. (laughs) And this is how he becomes a blood hunter ranger instead of a bard. That sounds sick as fuck. He could multi-class.
2: <laughs> bloodhunter Bard?
4: I can multi-class.
2: An emo bard bloodhunter? Oh man. Yes, yeah,
4: seriously. Yikes. Like, come on.
1: Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you got there um, and what she was doing was the uh for behind this the behind the screen, the, the previous stuff, um, Flynn Rick got rid of the curse um the curse was only for the next person to open the book um it was like a defense mechanism so flynn rick died from that so one time trap type thing so celeste was able to open the book and she was using translations and stuff to do her best to find something that she found was about dreams um and about basically like drink bring your dreams to life um and that's why she got to that point. And so she wasn't, she was reading. And by the time she was reading, she got to the point where this book had like basically taken over and controlled her to speak the chant aloud. Um, so yeah, it sounded ominous and dark because that wasn't actually her. It was a demon from hell, uh, which is where the other two demons came from. Um, Anna knew this, that the one of them was a chain devil. Um, the other one was a modified Orthon stat block. Um, they normally have the, the I forget. I, I changed some of the stuff they had. I liked the whip idea. I really wanted to make this like, they were here to take you to hell. Um, and that's exactly what they were trying to do. They were trying to pull you guys through the portal. Uh, and Jet, you almost got got. So what, what would have happened if I got pulled into that? Uh, Jet would have been out
0: of the session. <laughs> oh Why did no one come save me on stage? What? What do you mean save you?
2: We were coming in.
0: You're the one that grabbed the dude's hand. Blueberry said he's extending his pleasantries or something. You're leaving him hanging. No,
2: that wasn't me. That was Anna. That was Anna, not Blueberry. Whoops. Uh, Because I didn't know if you, as a role (laughs) player, realized (laughs) that his hand was out and he was trying to get you to shake it. So I was like, are you ignoring?
4: Yeah, because Colin's hand was like down here instead of like up here. Did you
2: only do it because Blueberry pressured you?
4: Yeah. No!
2: Oh. no, no. <laughs>
4: that was Anna! That's
2: well, why I
0: was so it. I, I knew I, it
2: was bad! <laughs> I just wanted to make sure you knew it was happening!
0: Oh. That's why I was like, I was que- I was questioning, I was like, yo, what do you want with me? Your hand is just out, like And then I was like, alright, we'll
1: fucking we'll play into this if you know we're gonna be pleasant. <laughs> While we're doing this, let's talk about it. He grabbed you and so He was using a type of charm, and I kind of used this as, because he was able to show you the symbol and that you had the symbol on, it's kind of like Scry, where it's easier if you have a piece of them. He has like a piece of him on you, which is why you had disadvantage. Uh Oh, But even with the lucky, you got a 10? It was six,
0: seven, nine. You only have a plus one? Yeah, the wisdom saves.
1: Uh, It was a DC 18. Holy shit!
4: (laughs) (laughs) I like that was one of those moments where so much happened in a in a bit. We weren't prepared for anything really, and I forgot that I could have just done the step. What the fuck is that thing called? Far step. Yeah, far step. I could have appeared right behind, like right up there with you guys, but I didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah, but like, what good's that gonna do?
4: Yeah, he would have just poofed out of
0: existence anyway he
1: he did have the plan as as long once sebastian if sebastian was charmed once he was charmed he was going to essentially grab him and dimension door and i apologize anna if i did not make it more clear that he wasn't uh counterspelling that he was yeeting away um also i feel bad i don't know how He like set up a reaction to see, to to have that ready in case any hostilities came towards him. But like, if you cast Polymorph, does his reaction go off first or does you? So I'm sorry, I don't really know how that worked, but this worked better for the end. So (laughs) it's acceptable. I mean, you can probably
0: with any spells, there's probably some sort of indication that she is doing something
1: and his hand was already on me. Polymorph at least had material components. And so that was his held reaction. When you guys were doing your held actions, that was his. So I was just like, it's gonna work. It's like
2: the equivalent of a reaction, which is counter spell, which happens before the spell actually goes off. So I think it works
1: mm-hmm. right.
2: mechanically. I just,
1: I, I didn't want you to think I was taking that from you. I just
2: wanted to turn him into a turtle so we could be like, all right, what are we doing with this thing? Let's take him <laughs> somewhere else. Throw
1: them in the bucket
3: bucket. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Jesus. When we were going through that and I I was planning on just moving closer to try to talk more sense into Sebastian, doing that would he have set off his dimension door? Just walking closer and talking.
1: Sebastian, what would you have done first?
0: I feel like I would have just kept going on trying to persuade them that Everything is fine, I'm just putting on a
1: show. Everyone's enjoying it and having a good time, so why don't you join on in too? Sebastian saw you as not necessarily enemies. Celeste, definitely because she was attacking his friend, essentially, Um, depending on what you guys did, like Sebastian very much could have gotten hostile towards you, Um, and this was a thing that I had to kind of decide before doing this, was whether I, once that charm went through, Sebastian was an NPC or a PC. That was very much a thought process I had, where it's just like, okay, Sebastian's mine now. Ryan, you got to deal with not playing Sebastian for the rest of the session. And then we figure something out. Um, I like being able to play the part of the other side. Yeah, I think I think it worked better this way. Um, and I think you played it perfectly that you wanted to continue playing, that you wanted to uh, you know have the people watch you and cheer for you and everything. Um, and now we got this split party with um, Celeste and Theodore and the rest of you. Very fun, very interesting. Um, I'll give you this, they're still in the building somewhere. 500 feet. 500 feet's a lot, but not a lot, a lot.
2: It is for a built one house.
0: Yeah, it's not like he's gonna take me out of the manor. If all of his other servants have never left the manor in six months, I'm not going anywhere.
1: This is random. But I wanted to explain the the fire entrance. Um, so I was trying to get you, I don't wanna say trying to get you because this was a puzzle for a reason, um, but then just the way you did it was just like, oh wait, that actually works? So when you saw the diamond in the center, you were essentially supposed to see that this large circular room was essentially a large imprint of the rune that you couldn't see and all of the safe places to stand were on the markings of the rune. But it just so happens that the complete outside on either (laughs) side is (laughs) is the perfect, like a walking around the wall gets you all the way to the other side. So um, this was more of like an intelligence kind of remembering thing um, and kind of a back and forth. Like if you stepped on it, flame would come up. um, So.
2: Oh, so that's why the rat, okay. That's funny.
1: I had a ton of fun, this was so much fun. I'm glad Maisie was able to join us. I like the whole uh, werewolf aspect and just that she's kind of sassy as fuck, and I
4: love it because you guys don't get sassy <laughs> enough for. I'm
1: t- I'm not sassy enough to you guys is what I'm trying to say.
4: Yeah, that's no, true. No, we need more. I I had noticed like I mean okay this is no slight to any of our previous guests because I love the way that everyone has played their characters. They but they they everyone plays their characters like. You know at new npcs in an adventure uh, or not npcs but new characters in an adventure where they join up with the group and they're like friendly and they want to they're maybe noble or they have this particular way about them and she's the first one where it's just been pushback against us like the whole time mm-hmm. because like Lobos was pretty close because he was like unsure of us, but even he was like, We we're gonna go out together, we're gonna go do this adventure together, and I'll protect you if you protect me. And she's just like, if you step out of line, I'm I don't have any problem killing you. I'm not dealing with your shit. In fact, I'll keep giving you shit for the things you've already done. Yeah. It's it's playing into like this was one of the first things that um I wrote for Xander's backstory is that he says things without thinking about them and it sometimes is beneficial sometimes is not and we that has come up a lot throughout the show and this is like the first time where thing, he's just saying things to her and none of it is going well <laughs> there has not been a good like interaction between the two of them there it's hit or miss and it's always miss
0: yeah we didn't keep it together we didn't give any info i think we only just gave names
1: honestly even that i'm not sure that i said so yes, this was a lot of fun. Um, I'm so glad Maisie was here. I had, I had a lot of question marks as to how the end of this episode was going to go, um, and I'm very happy with how it did do, how it did go. So, um, what was it?
3: How you wanted, or did you wish that it like some of the stuff went in a different direction? Like, did you have bigger plans for anything, or no?
1: If if I could have a picture perfect of dm plan it was i i was very much hoping uh to get the charm off on sebastian because i think that that was a lot of fun and i'm amazed it happened i know i got the disadvantage off because he was able to grab the arm and show him the rune that was like lit up but once he used lucky i was like okay fine so that's fine um We're going to go because I just assumed with the lucky that it was going to at least because it was a high DC. I thought Sebastian had higher wisdom saves. Um, That's just my like plus one just seems so low. So I I actually feel bad. That's a really hard save to do. Um, But my my big plan was to hopefully get Sebastian charmed because that is kind of the whole purpose of this. It's the dreams, it's the charming people, it's the being, this um, larger than life uh, desired individual um, which kind of Sebastian is feeling right now Um, and my big thing was no matter what this was not the oh next episode we're going to combat with Valentine. He was trying one thing and then no matter what because Sebastian was there or not he would have dimensioned or out um, to regroup and so we can continue this arc a bit. So like he was going to Dimension Door. Um, it just made it more exciting that Sebastian is in tow.
2: If we had found a way to disguise Sebastian so that he looked nothing like himself, would he have gone for like Celeste? Oh,
0: true. Because he's oh, I didn't she's another dream being. Because I almost went invisible, but I was like, if I have to play shit, oh yeah, or that. I'm just gonna I'm gonna be. He's going to know where I am.
2: Oh, he probably should have done it. That was probably would have been a good idea.
1: <laughs> what that would have changed is a good question. I don't know what I would have done from that perspective. <laughs> um, <laughs> he probably would have moved that to Celeste or the closest one to him because he can. I mean, he's obviously charged this entire village. He has the ability to do so. It could have happened to one of you as well, um, depending on what happened. If you wanted to try to like like if um if like Xander used disguised self to look like Sebastian, he probably would have done it to Xander. Um, something like that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, imagine. Wow.
4: Mm. Alright, run
1: it back. Let's re-record the, the last bit. <laughs> this the end of this episode was very much dependent on just like what happened. Um I didn't even know Sebastian was gonna play the piano or not, or 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 what? I didn't know if you all were gonna like, like uh, walk around and try to wake up the cart party goers, and or like try to figure out what's going on with these servers who like seem to be charmed. And then like Blueberry saw the eyes start and then go back to being like, yeah, that was interesting.
2: One guy's like faking it. I don't know what his
3: deal is. Well, I- I'm wondering if a part of it is they're they're under the control of whatever, and. They can kind of break out of it for a little bit, but then they get pulled right back in. So they might have seen us and been like, oh, my God, somebody's here. Like, either get away or help us, please. But then they get pulled back into their trance.
2: Or that's probably our fucking buddy on the inside. That's exactly oh what I was going to
0: say. It, it was like, oh, it's a it was a butler. And oh my gosh, I make eye contact with people who aren't fucking here dancing, but I have to go back to pretending.
2: Quinry. Yeah. Dude, that's Quinry, 100%. I didn't think of
4: that. Damn. Interesting. Damn.
2: So good thing we weren't like, yeah, go ahead, Bray, kill him. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: So we got to a place that you wanted us to get to in this. Do you think that that's like, that timing puts us at like another Episode another two episodes like how is this a like how long are we thinking for this arc is this a a big one like
1: I am probably gonna shoot for three episodes um uh because we have Maisie for at least that much um she loves us and she wants to play more so that's exciting um but it I'm gonna say it could be anywhere from like two to five um it very much depends on what kind of happens and
2: polymorph fuck it bucket arc over yeah. <laughs>
1: I have vague ideas that I'm trying to put together. um, Like I know what the mansion looks like, what's happening in the mansion, all that stuff. So it's just more like what actually you guys end up running into, how long that stuff takes. Like when do you, what happens with this? Um, I have like a little surprise for next episode that I'm already planning in my head,
4: Um, so we'll see. I'm excited to see, to, like, experience a full Sebastian arc. I want to see, like, what kind of crazy things happen with and to him. Maybe he loses a hand. He'll uh, have to, I don't know, either become part Artificer so that he can build a new hand. Or would be sick! Like, I like that
0: everyone is just picturing my arc into me multiclassing into something. Yeah. So, Jet, I Vince, I also <laughs> need your guess. We have Bloodhunter and Artificer, so... So so put your guess in.
3: Since we already have everyone else's. That's a hard one. I I honestly Barbarian? I don't know. Oh yeah. Um <laughs> That's perfect for, for Sebastian. <laughs> so strong. <laughs> That's rough, man. I just feel like he's so good as just a Bard alone. I can't see him being like multi-class and anything else.
4: The ones that would make sense are like sorcerer or warlock, right? Because they build off of charisma.
3: Yeah. The the only one that like I would maybe say is sorcerer but I don't know. I wouldn't like it.
1: You guys can let us know on our Discord behind the scenes chat. Let us know what you think Sebastian would, uh, not necessarily will, but maybe wants to, or would would work well for him. What would be an interesting multi class? Yeah. But we are at time. So thank you all so, so much for listening. Uh, We'll be back next week to figure out uh, where Sebastian is. Maybe. Where'd I go? Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Bye. Goodbye.